Minutia Men, podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago. Check out the event. It's comedy. When is edgy over the edge? Featuring Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm and the Goldbergs, along with comedian Dwayne Kennedy. Get tickets to this discussion on how comedy is affected by today's social and political climate. It's hosted by WGN-TV's Dean Richards. Also coming to the Museum of Broadcast Communications, The Great Debate, an interactive exhibit exploring the influence of television and digital on the presidential debates. For tickets and more information, just visit museum.tv. Minutiaman is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine opie show. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. And on the next Back to You, a very special guest, Dwayne Kennedy, stand-up comedian, Emmy Award winner. You yeah. renamed the show, didn't you? Yeah, the Ramble Brothers. Love me. <laughs> Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You, an opie show, only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. A very special Minutia Man. Right, we ventured out of our homes into the evil outside to come here even. Coming to you live from the Museum of Broadcast Communications, uh, Rick and Dave here with Minutia Man. We've got a special guest coming up a little bit later. Yeah, Tim O'Shea will be joining us. Tim is a Irish musician, and uh, since it's uh, our St. Patrick's Day weekend show, he's going to play some very sad songs for us. So and, and and be sure you're uh, st- and a, and sticking thanks- around for that. And a Thanksgiving without our parade, our Chicago parade, which is the first time in A Thanksgiving? No, did I say Thanksgiving? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I meant St. Patrick's Day. That's all. Right. All the holidays are basically. Well, you mean they're the not going to have the big floats of Woody Woodpecker and and whatever on it? We're a little thrown off with the whole coronavirus yes, thing. We're a little exactly. thrown off. Uh, we were just shown something here by our producer Tony uh, that shows basically we're all going to die. Yeah. So. Uh, Buckle up. But stay tuned. Cause for the yeah. d- Don't waste your last 27 <laughs> minutes on anything other than this right now. Because so. uh, this is a good way to spend your time. If you're self-quarantining, you can sit in your own house and listen to our show. Oh, absolutely. You can binge watch the 149 episodes or whatever. You know, uh, as, a, uh, as a freelance writer, mm-hmm. uh, I can tell you that the last people standing after all this. We'll be uh, freelance. Right. Yeah, because we've uh, self-quarantined for yeah, years. They have no friends. They're hermits, they just right? Just sit in our, our uh, little offices and, and no one bothers us. Well, I think well, who really is going to survive are all the computer hackers. You know, that oh, have been in their basement, in their parents' basement, that we're yeah. just going to have a whole world of That 400-pound guy in New Jersey <laughs> right, right. that uh, messed with our election last time? <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's all what the country is going to be is 400-pound. Fantastic. Right. Right. All right, so but we do have minutia for people, don't we? Oh, uh, we do. You want to yeah, a little jingle? When I say we have minutia for you, uh, you don't say then. Can you play the jingle? Because obviously, I don't have it ready, or I would have just played the jingle. Oh, okay. So, what would you like me to do? You You're me? listening to you Minutia Men, featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals Rick and Dave. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. You know, uh, that's you know, the promise. You know, you are a, you know, you're completely out of your element, even at your house doing this. Yeah. But once you put into this big fancy studio. Yeah, actually, you, I'm more comfortable in the f- big fancy studio than I am in my well, house. Well, that's just because yeah. Tony is four yeah. feet away from you. And yeah, I was in radio for many years. This is more normal. This is like doing a radio show. So, Rick, you know I love great marketing, right? 
<laughs> yes, you yes, know, I as, do know that. <laughs> as someone who holds a, holds a very prestigious master's degree from the right. University of Illinois, right? At Urbana, you know, I have a special place in my heart for taking advantage and, and communicating with your target market without yep. out of the box marketing thinking. You yep. know, I'm an idea That's guy. You. Right, you are. So um, here's a, and you've got some audio ready. Don't yes. play, don't play it yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't take the finger away. Here's the headline: Capital murder suspect accused in bar shooting promotes Instagram handle during his address. Okay. Yeah, so, nice. So I want you to that's right. that button right there. Play yes. this. Uh, play this uh, audio. Okay. Trying hard to get. Oh, a great! It's got an ad. <laughs> It's got an ad. So this is, uh, let's see, an ad for SignalBooster.com. Kierden, what started the fight? He told me he was going to kill me. Why? Who told you why? He told me because I bumped into him he was going to kill me. But so what? Don't worry about me. I'm going to be all right. Man, y'all go follow me on Instagram, <laughs> underscore 32, baby, dot canine, underscore. That's me. I'm out there. I'm an upcoming, upcoming on artist. But do you realize you're charged with capital murder? I do realize my charge is capital murder. You'll never be able to listen to your music again. I bet you I will. Self-defense, sir. You have any regrets about ending up here? What'd you say? Is it worth your time? On the cool. He hasn't said when his album's coming out. I did. No lie, I do. Wow. Okay. So that's so. So that was the voice of Kiernan Christopher Williams. Nice. Nice. Uh, 19 years old, and he's walking in front of cameras Monday, a little after 4 o'clock. He was walking as he was being arrested for, for murder. Now, for, for murder. Yeah, so yeah. I, I hope digital marketing and advertising agencies yeah. are putting this guy on their radar, okay? Because this guy's got spunk, Rick. He does. He's got that marketing that marketing uh, wherewithal. Savvy. Yeah. Savvy. You know, Tupac. You know all those guys, those those early rappers. They many of them were accused of capital crimes. Right, but and, that's, and here well, we go. Can you imagine if social media was around years ago? Like, let's say, remember that very famous uh, uh, picture of Herman Goering getting <laughs> arrested? Who always comes back to the Nazis? <laughs> right, with you. exactly. It's always back with the Nazis. So, can you just imagine yeah. him walking? And don't forget to download my schnitzel <laughs> recipes on Pinterest. <laughs> Right? <laughs> so, yeah, well, Gehring uh, looked like he had a few schnitzels, so <laughs> exactly. that might have been a good Underscore. idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I love that. All right, well, I have a story for you. This is, uh, this. you know how people say that we're a stupid country? <laughs> I That really hurts me as an American. Yeah. And I want to show you. And there's uh, no uh, justification no, for it. No, absolutely not. This is a story from uh, Alabama. <laughs> A proposed Alabama House bill would undo a 1993 ban on yoga. <laughs> yoga against the law in schools in Alabama right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing, right? I would think. Yes, but they're not going to just make it legal because there's still some scary stuff that they do in those yoga things. Um, under the rule, chanting mantras, mudras, use of mandalas, and 11... Uh, Narasti greetings shall be continued to be expressly, expressly prohibited. Okay, so you can do so you, you can, can do the yoga, but you can't do the words. Right, <laughs> right. Because because why? <laughs> yeah, right. So you can't go. So the people in Alabama can go. Hey, namaste. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, this is being uh, put in by 
a former professional football player. Uh, last name is Gray. Uh, he says he doesn't think it's such a big deal, yoga, because, uh, you know, everyone does it, mm. even in his Methodist church. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Once it gets just, to the Methodist church, it's, it's uh, I mean, but come on. Alabama. What's going to happen if people do yoga? Well, they'll be more flexible, right? <laughs> they might be a little stressed. Hey, I'm thinking about or uh, talking about flexibility. Yeah. Okay, this is, this no, is a stretch. That's, that's quite a transition yeah, right. there. Uh, you know, on more than one occasion, you've cracked wise about how many viruses have used me as a host. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Um, and certainly in lieu of what's going on in the world right now, that's, you know, maybe not so funny anymore. Can right. I? Can that's I that? true. However, I think. I think those days are over, and I might have solved a, you know, the, uh, I might have found a cure to put a dent in this coronavirus pandemic. Okay. okay? Oh, wait, wait. You are going to cure coronavirus. Yeah, right you now. know, I don't want to. Well, who would get sued? You'd get sued, right, Tony? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah damn it. This okay. is a cure. All right. Uh, I got uh, Jim Baker's on line seven <laughs> for me right now, right? All right. Here's some much needed good news from our health desk. All right. Masturbation boosts your immune system, helping you fight off infection and illness. Okay. Can an orgasm a day keep the doctor away? You betcha. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, achieving orgasm through masturbation provides a rush. Of good uh, feel-good hormones such as dopamine, serotonin, oxycontin, or no, not oxycontin. Yeah, <laughs> not oxycontin. Come on, Oxy, oxytocin, <laughs> not oxycontin, uh, and can re and can rebalance your levels of cortisone, which is a stress relieving uh, hormone, and it helps your immune system function at a higher level. This surge in feel-good hormones also promotes a more relaxed and calm state. Yeah, bite me yoga. This is much <laughs> much is much easier. And it makes for restful sleep. It makes you calmer. So, you know, you know, now I'm going to have to call BS on right, this. Well, yeah. now just because I got the story for some guy from some guy named Nick on the bus. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, I did a little research and it makes perfect sense. OK. So, so I assume I can now uh, my new Pornhub premium subscription <laughs> will be covered by insurance, I would imagine. Right. I think you can write it off on your taxes, yeah, too. Right. So uh, there you go. Just uh, only, Can I throw the one flaw in your uh, concept out there? Uh, um, you, you get sick every day. You get sick every week. Well, that just means I'm going to have to step up the, right. uh, the, the, the therapy, right? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what we need to do. Uh, so we have a guest coming up, and we're going to be uh, bringing him on in just a few seconds. But we do have time for one more segment before then. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity, uh, and I have to tell the story of having met that celebrity. Now, this is, goes back to last week's right, show. Right, we had Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler, the lead singer of Aerosmith. Mm -hmm. All right, this uh, I've got two stories about him. One that takes place in 1984, and one that takes well, I place remember that. in 1990. I, th I think I remember the 84 one. Should I go with the 84 one? No, well, do both. Okay. So in 1984, we, uh, Aerosmith had just come off of a six or seven year period where they were not doing well. No. no. Uh, and they were making a comeback. They were trying to make a comeback, and they had a new album out, and they were playing in Springfield, Illinois. Mm-hmm. 
And a bunch of us um, pals. Got, did you come with to that? Yeah, show? Right. yeah, that's the why I remember. This um, we all got uh, got in my station wagon and we drove up to Springfield and we went to the show. Uh, and the very beginning of the show, the sh- the song "Back in the Saddle" is the opening song, and Steven Tyler comes on, and you can tell he's kind of staggering a little bit. Yeah, and he goes down for "Back in the Saddle" and he cannot get back up again because he does like a splits. Goes back in the saddle, he goes down to the splits, and he can't get up. Uh, it turns out he's completely loaded. So they got him back up on his feet, and he started staggering. And you could see the guys in the front of the stage following him with their hands up, like ready for him. And sure enough, he fell off the stage. They got him back on the stage. And then they started fighting. Joe Perry and oh, Steven Tyler. I remember him just they were punching, punching him in the, in the so ribs. They were pissed at him. <laughs> you idiot. You were doing this a show a, here. It's Springfield, damn it. We can't blow the Springfield. <laughs> and then the lights went down. Mm-hmm. The lights went down on the show. Right. And uh, uh, about a minute later, everyone comes out but Steven Tyler. And they do like... Uh, what Jimmy Hendrix song? <laughs> right. they do, uh, the, half-heartedly, they actually half- did Irish traditional Irish <laughs> tunes, which we can talk about yeah. in just a few minutes. Um, they half-heartedly did a Jimmy Hendrix song, and then they but just said, like, "You know what? Forget it. it. Right. It's over. See you later. Bye. Yeah. End of show. <laughs> Thank you, Springfield. <laughs> it was like a four-minute show, and I remember as we were walking out, people were like ripping. Like the, there was like frames of upcoming. Oh, they were pissed. Oh, there was like a little pissed. mini riot going on. People are ripping posters off the walls. And, and I kept saying, you know, this is way better than an actual Aerosmith right. show. Who would have cared if we had seen? Yeah, you wouldn't be telling this thirty-five right. years later. Walk this if, way. Oh yeah, no, we yeah, just walked this way. <laughs> yeah, come on. No, we saw something special. Well, it's it also reminds. Have we told the story about Ozzy Osbourne? Did we uh, tell the Ozzy Osbourne? I don't think so. Um, that, that was around the same time. It was the same time. He was yeah. playing at U of I, and he plays Over the Mountain as, as the first song. He just goes down. He went down. And then that was the end of the show. It was the first right. song. And I think, just, yeah. I think it could have been a rabid, could have been right he around had, the he time. He had bitten a bat at the previous show. <laughs> right. He had eaten a bat or right. bit that bat's head off right. so, and wasn't feeling good. But, you know, Ozzy, a showman. You know the one person. The show never ends. The one American who, or when the one person in America that's not going to get the coronavirus, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. Yeah, that dude is not going to go. So yeah. what was your other, Stephen Tyler? You got a quick... You had two well, sh- you, should I save it for another time? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll save it for another time. Put, right. put his name back in the jar. Okay, let me uh, uh, take one out for next week. All right. Oh, my guy who lived in my dorm, Derek Harper, former okay. basketball player. Uh, NBA star with the mm-hmm. New York Knicks. He uh, was a University of Illinois product, mm-hmm. and we met him there. So this is another story that'll go no. back to 1984. Yeah. All right. Rick, let's face it. That's all we got. Yeah. Well, those are the best ones. Those are the best ones. Uh, but uh, we need to take a break right now. So uh, standing by, we have uh, m- musician Timothy O'Shea, and we'll be right back after this. On and friends, we like to occasionally torture ourselves by trying something that we may or just may not like. Sometimes people like to bring things that they know we're not going to like. And sometimes they bring things that we might not like. Like, but we actually do. All that and more on And Friends, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. If you missed Los Ano or Los Ano and Friends, here's what you missed. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's uh, 
I don't thought, blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. <laughs> that's got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the for, for the sun or the snow or right. whatever. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny and 70. <laughs> and like yesterday was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically. We do seven-day forecasts. And right. I go, well, seven days, it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days. <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So has the Earth been knocked off its axis? I, I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's exactly what we'll go with. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever the f*** it's called. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. From the Museum of Broadcasting, we have a very special guest, a musician, a singer in the studio with us. He's here all the way from Ireland. Uh, which part of Ireland are you from, Timothy O'Shea? I'm from that's the- not your real name. That's a, that's a typecast. <laughs> you made that up. You're Sheldon Rabinowitz, aren't you? That's it. No, I'm from a place called Canarney. Very famous oh, tourist yes, of lakes, course. mountains. It's a long way. Yes. 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 Uh, and actually, um, we we have a microphone issue, and it is being handled there, and I think everything is fine. All right, we're good. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, I want to put a picture in our listeners' mind of what you look like, because to me, you're a dead ringer for Bill Murray you go. from this <laughs> angle. Uh, so just keep in mind, it's Bill Murray <laughs> singing for us. Uh, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? You're from Killarney, but what, what else? You're a musician? Yeah, uh, because it's a highly touristed area for about six months, it's easy to get all kinds of work around around the county Kerry, we call it, in the southwest. Right. And uh, the world comes to us, essentially. Well, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. It is. It's nice there. You know, very green. I don't very know if anyone's green. ever pointed that out to you. Yeah. Uh, first of all, have you ever seen a leprechaun? <laughs> That's not on a cereal box? Okay, yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah, do you this eat is the racist portion of the program. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> how, yeah, how, and Lucky Charms, you guys eat a lot yeah. of Lucky Charms? You know, you've come to Chicago quite a bit, and obviously this year, we just found out a couple of days ago that the um, parade, our St. Patrick's Day parade, has been canceled, which has never happened in 55 years, right? Right. Isn't that, and we used to, you know, this is a big deal here in Chicago. Absolutely. We, you know, we dye the river green, and, uh, you know, I mean, that's got to be a real bummer for you right here, right? I mean, uh, what are your thoughts about the, you know, the, the parade being canceled and just what's well, going on? I mean, it's amazing such a small organism can close down a, a huge place. How about it? Yeah. Are you talking about our president? Or the <laughs> there you go, there you go, there you go. <laughs> well, it has, you know, it's been 55 years. The Plumbers Union uh, Local 130 does wow. it every year. Wow. And it's, you know, it's a it's a spectacle in Chicago. But I understand St. Patrick's Day isn't quite celebrated the same way in mm. Ireland, isn't Not that right? Not really, no. Yeah. No, no, it's just long weekend, basically. Yeah. So, so, so... What are you? What are your thoughts about the way Americans celebrate it? Does it? Uh, are we a I little mean, too over the top? Well, it's amazing for a small country like Ireland that that uh, you have such parades in massive cities like Chicago and New York. I don't. I don't believe any other country of that similar size has 
that gigantic celebration. So, well, you should be here for Luxembourg Days. It's yeah, crazy. That's a big one. Lichtensteinfest. Lichtensteinfest. the best. Erkutsfest. Uh, my wife is actually Irish, uh, Irish American. Uh-huh. Uh, her family's from County Cork, mm-hmm. uh, which means my children are half Irish. There you go. Um, and I always kind of feel a kinship, kinship to the Irish people, and I love Irish music. Mm. And that's why we have you here. We'd like you to play a couple of songs for sure. us. If you can tell us about this first song you're going to play. Uh, this first song, uh, as Tony was saying, that most of the Irish songs are sad. They are sad. Yeah. But this song it isn't that sad. It might, I might sing it sadly, but it's a song about going back to Ireland. All, most of the songs are about leaving Ireland. But this is the only one that I know of, probably the only one left <laughs> about going back. So I'll try to sing that for you. It's called uh, Welcoming Paddy Home. Paddy, of course, is a generic term for Patrick or people from Ireland called Patrick. true-born Irish man I never deny what I am I was born in the sweet Tipperary soil 3,000 miles away So hooray me boys hooray Onward to the west I will roam For the sun it will shine In the harvest time To welcome poor Paddy home Girls, they are airy and frisky. I'll come and take you by the hand. St. Jimmy McCree, won't you come with me and welcome the stranger home? So hooray, me boys, hooray. On a moor to the west, I will roam. But the sun it will shine in the harvest time to welcome poor Paddy home. Scotsmen can boast of the thistle, the English will boast of the rose, and Paddy will boast of that emerald isle where the sweet little shamrock grows. So hooray, me boys, hooray, all no more to the west I will roam, but the sun it will shine in the harvest time to welcome poor Paddy home. Settled all over our land The horse and the plough and the goat and the sow 
fell into the stranger's hand. Sorry, me boy, sorry. On the moor to the west I will roam, but the sun it will shine in the harvest time to welcome poor Paddy home. And the sun it will shine in the harvest time to welcome poor Paddy home. Fantastic. Yeah, you know what? It was sad. I don't know what it is. Sad. I don't know what it is with you people, but you just yeah. make me sad. It's the happiest sad song we know. <laughs> you know, you don't only play solo. You, um, you, you have a. You, tell us about your. You've got Tim O'Shea and friends, right? Yeah. So, like Tony has friends, and and there's we have a Tony uh, Lasano and friends, and we have the and friends song uh, show. So you and friends, tell us about your friends. Yeah, we just usually work with uh, instrumentalists. Yeah, fiddles, banjos, uh, flute, illin pipe, mm-hmm. and that that's a nice mix with the, the dance melodies, the jigs and the reels and the hornpipes mm-hmm. and so on. And, and whoever's you- available really to go wherever. So this time I'm working with Pat Quinn. He's from Cleveland. Again, again, <laughs> yeah, you're, just these names up up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just making them up. <laughs> so he, he's well known around the Chicago scene. And you know, uh, I, we, we watched quite a bit of your videos on YouTube. You're all over YouTube. Okay, I mean, there's uh, a ton of. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, videos that you guys have. What other projects are you working on? I mean, you're you're going to be around the city, and we're going to talk a little bit about your gigs that you have out throughout the Midwest coming up. But well, uh, anything else that you're working on? Well, I work on other other projects at home. I have a a young people's uh, performance uh, collective, we call it. Uh, and in Ireland, when you're very young, you learn all this traditional music. But uh, rightly or wrongly, it's learned for competition. But the actual interaction with audience and on-stage interaction with musician to musician seems to be left out. Mm -hmm. So I saw a little gap there. So I get a bit of funding and we run a series of summer, free summer concerts in this wonderful church in our town. And get 200 or more sometimes. So the young people then, they choose the music and I just vet it then to see if it's balanced or whatnot. And I get them to talk to the audience and to arrange it between themselves. So they get that whole, this is my gig type of thing. And they take on the responsibility for the performance and the music uh, content. Do you think that with digital media and social media, has that been kind of a lost connection, you know, and this is a way of bringing it back? Yeah, well, there is a a loss in uh, traditional music by the definition, tradition. It should be handed on. But a number of years ago, they issued, uh, I don't know what what it was for, but young people in bars, you know, with families and stuff. And that's where you met the old players. And it's very hard to, that, that, that's severed link. Yeah. That was one of the, the great social event, yeah. event places in Ireland was the bars, you know, and hence the Irish pub and so on. But it, it's, it's difficult now to, to it, if, it, if, if it is traditional music, it should be handed on. You should hear all the stories and the old guys talking about the, the tunes, where they got them, who played it, how they played it and so on. So there is a bit of a loss there, and it's become almost a racehorse type thing where it's all competition. And they're, the young lads playing are fantastic, wonderful skills. But there is a small deficit in the transmission of the culture mm-hmm. that goes along with it. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's fascinating. You know, we, yeah. got, we got your name from a, a friend of ours at the Irish American Heritage Center. Oh, yeah. And that's a great place. We talked about it before we went yeah. on. It's, if you've never been there, it's, uh, it's <laughs> an old school 
uh, built about a hundred years ago. It, yes. it, it's a, it looks like a palace. It's beautiful. Yep. And I think you are playing there. You're playing there uh, Saturday, yes. uh, this, uh, this coming Saturday, 3 to 5 p.m., uh, and also on St. Patrick's Day itself at noon, I believe. Uh, now, what kind of songs do, do you find that when you go to a place like that, the uh, Heritage Center, where people come there for the heritage, do you, do you get different kinds of requests from the people? Usually we don't. I mean, people, are, it's party mood, isn't it? Okay. And... Uh, there's so many, and, and thanks to Mike and all the gang at the Heritage Centre for, for employing the likes of us. Yeah. You know, wandering around the place. But you get a mix, you know. You get the pub songs, the beer songs, as you call them. Right. Then you get the kind of rockier side of things where it's, it's revved up with electric guitars and drums. and So we, we try to just give, you know, as a duo, we're limited with acoustic instruments. So we, sure. we try to give what we can. A bunch of tunes and a couple of songs. But people tend to like the difference. Or the variety. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. But it's a great it's, it's platform. It's a power cleanser. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great platform here as, as this opportunity here is. Thanks, Mike. And, and all you guys. No, uh, it's our pleasure. Giving us the You're shout. coming every Thursday now. Yeah, yeah right, you know exactly. Every yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Book it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, would, you, would you mind playing another song for us? Yeah, sure. I'd love to hear another one. I'm going to play an instrumental this time. The harp tradition in Ireland is, is, is uh, well-known internationally. But the Irish harp is a little bit different insofar as uh, it's got a curved front and there's uh, usually a set amount of strings and they're tuned in a different way as well. But the, the harp tradition in Ireland is, we're probably the only country in the world that has a harp as a national symbol. Mm. Most places have a plant or an animal right. or a bird or something That's like true. that. But we have uh, the Irish harp, which was played by one of the high kings of Ireland uh, he died trying to keep the the Vikings out of Ireland, but he didn't succeed with that one. I think yeah. they moved in anyway. His uh, Brian Baru, he used to play the harp. He was from County Clare, a great music county. So I'll just play this one. It's a uh, O'Carolan's draft. O'Carolan was one of the great composers of the time. I think it was was it sixteen seventy or something. He he was around around that period, and uh, he used to play in the big houses you know for the nobility and even back then they would have heard European music that came that far Vivaldi you know that type of Baroque sure. or Baroque Bach perhaps maybe. yeah yeah so it should have that if it's played properly it should have that type of feel about it so here I'll give it a go it's called uh, O'Carolan's Draft
get it. Dan, it's, and, it's amazing how music. He did that without so emotional. He, he's, he's not reading the music. He just knows that one yeah. off the top yeah. of his head. That's very impressive. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed that. That's uh, fantastic. You. Um, you know, I'm guessing um, that you know you, you obviously play a lot of um, Irish traditional music, but you probably have a wider musical taste as well. Do you have any? I don't know, you an Eminem fan? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We listen Beatles, to Beatles, you know, whatever. Sure, I mean, sure. what, oh, yeah, of what course. What are some of your influences? We listen to everything. Uh, I'm a great Tom Waits fan. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. And his wife is Irish, of course. Okay. She was born in Cork. I did not know that. Yeah, she was, a, there was a, I don't know if you're a Tom Waits fan. Yeah, I am. But uh, he made a movie, a black and white movie called Down by Law. Do you remember that one? The Three yeah. Guys This Yeah, way. yes. Well, his current wife she was a scriptwriter on that did not know that yeah yeah and there's a funny story he was in Tralee which is the next town to Killarney he comes there every so often maybe once a year or maybe more and uh, they were in a, a hotel it was, I won't say the name of the hotel but it was past its best right it was shabby chic without knowing it and uh, they, it was the middle of winter and there was hardly no one there so he was there with, with Kathleen Brennan his wife and the mother-in-law Kathleen's mom obviously Irish but lives here now all of them live here and uh, the, the, the mother-in-law said Tom play an old tune on the piano will ya and there was an old upright right there you know in, in mm. this old shabby dining room and, and of course grossly out of tune which to, suited Tom Waits perfectly yeah right, yeah, exactly. right exactly more out of tune <laughs> yeah, right. so he went over anyway and he started up you know listen the woman, the old woman that owned the hotel came up running down the hall like when she heard the racket. She said, get out of here, she said. I didn't like you when you came in here with your old hat and your old jacket. She says, get the hell out of here. And the more irate she was getting, the more hil hilarity he saw in it. So you had this balance of madness going on. That's, uh, that's hilarious. That's, that's a true story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. So you ever, mm -hmm. Mom, you kicked out Tom Waits. <laughs> yeah, 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 Way yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever uh, met Bono or you too? Have you, uh, have you ever performed with them? At I all? haven't met Bono, but my brother, he, he lives in New York. He played for Bono's birthday party. Oh, he did? Yeah, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was does he also play uh, traditional he Irish music? He okay. plays with the Trinity Academy here in Chicago. Oh. You know them? Yeah, I've heard the of it. Dance, dance group. Oh, they're well established. Yeah. Hello, Mark. Mark Howard yeah. is the director there. So uh, what are your thoughts about America? You, I mean, you come here a lot. I know your first uh, cassette, I, I saw your list of uh, oh, releases. Yes. Yeah. Live from Chicago. Yeah, says, yeah, right? yeah. That was in a place called Gunter Murphy's. So there's Irish-German for you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but so you come here quite a bit, don't yeah, you? Yeah, once a year or maybe twice a year. Yeah, I have family here. I have a sister here and know okay. a lot of people, yeah. And what do you, what do you, how do you feel about coming to America? Well, it's changing. It's like everywhere, you know. Uh, it's changing at a rapid pace and a lot, a lot of people. I mean, even in Ireland, dear old little Ireland, they're talking about in the next 20 years, one million more people in the Republic. Yeah. Where are they going to put them? That's a good question. You know, and here is filling up as well. That's true. But, you know, you must feel kind of at home here uh, with, oh, with yeah. all the Irish pubs that we have here. There's oh, absolutely. A, I mean, you, you know the streets, you know the people and... It's a very Irish town. It is yes. an Irish town here, Boston, New York, I guess. So, uh, you know, I go to a lot of Irish pubs just to, to research the well, music. Well, research and research yeah, prep music, for this yeah. show. Yes, exactly. Right. I, uh, You've been I, doing this for like 27 <laughs> years. You've been right, I, am, I am ready for this show because <laughs> I've gone to years. quite a few. <laughs> um, but I noticed that a lot of the songs... Uh, that uh, the Irish musicians play uh, are about uh, whiskey, for whiskey instance. Whiskey is right. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, but you don't play. You don't play those. No, kind I don't of songs, do that do kind of stuff because I grew up hearing those done badly. Ah, gotcha. And it was only later on that I figured out the origins of this stuff, which is fantastic, Dubliners and all that. Yeah. But you kind of get tainted when you hear them done badly as a young lad. Gotcha. So I was thinking, is there something else? What else? So we kind of drifted to, 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 the, to the other side of it. Well, I mean, you just played a song from the 1600s, so you've yeah. obviously yeah. delved into this subject <laughs> yeah. matter. so we look in. Well, it, we look could we thing. get one more from you before we yeah, go I'll here? Yeah, I'll try this on the Irish drum. Ooh. This is uh, the Irish drum. It's a real animal hide. This one is called. Uh, from What's a, the animal? Do you know? This one, oh, it was a goat, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, a goat. Unfortunately for the goat. Yeah. Unfortunately for the goat. But he lives on and yeah. he, he makes. In, music. Right, exactly. Music. So it's little. a frame drum. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, a goat skin membrane stretched over a, a circular piece of wood. Okay. But this one actually is made in Germany, would you believe it? And it's tunable without tools with the hand. There's a nurtle knob. Oh. Yeah, so you can, there's an inner hoop, you can push it up or down. Because it's a, na a natural skin, it's like the human skin, it has pores. And when it's dry, it, it goes up in pitch. And when it's wet, it goes down in pitch. Well, if it's like human skin, make sure you wash it quite a bit. Yeah, that's during right. During the exactly. coronavirus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is a, a pretty recent. Uh, a composition not by me unfortunately a fella called John Gibbs and it's it's the history of uh, we're just going to switch some mics here right. okay uh, it's the history of Ireland in six sounded better the other way sounded better the other way okay, technical difficulties right. you're experiencing okay the springy things there you go there we go we're back again called Irish Ways and Irish Laws. Once upon a time there was Irish Ways and Irish Laws Villages of Irish blood Awaken to the morning Awaken to Then the Vikings came around I Turned us up and turned us down Started building boats and towns They tried to change our living They tried to change our living soldiers came started centuries of shame but they could not make us turn we are a river flowing oh we're a river flowing again again the soldiers came I burned our houses, stole our grain Shot the farmers in the fields Working for a living They were working for a living Eight hundred years we have been down 
secrets of the water sound has kept the spirit of a man above the pain descending above the pain descending today the struggle carries on I wonder will I live so long to see the floodgates opened on a people and their freedom a people land the freedom once upon a time there was Irish ways and Irish laws villages of Irish blood Awaken to the morning Awaken to the morning That was great. I challenge another podcast to have uh, a song like that. Uh, that that was spectacular. You're not going to be jumping around the eyes after that. One. <laughs> have you ever thought of just going on a street corner? You would make a fortune with it. I mean, that is, that's better than any drums I ever see on the street corner. That that was fantastic. So, do they have a they have green beer in Ireland? Oh, they do. They do. Absolutely. They make the green beer. Okay. Yeah, they do do the green beer. Yeah. Uh, because you know Dave, uh, Dave has a green beer story he'd like right, to share so with you. Okay. When we were in college, Rick, um, I, you know, we were, what's the world or what's the word? I was open-minded. Yeah, you know, as yeah. far as putting uh, drugs into my body, I guess. And Rick actually gave me a pill, and he says, "Take this pill." I'm like, "Okay." So I took it. I mean, I knew Rick wasn't going to harm me, right? So nothing happened with this pill until the next day, and when I peed, it was bright green. My oh, urine my was, God. and it wasn't just. It was, it was like... It was like lime green. It was lime green, yeah. and I come out, and what it was is Rick gave me, what was it, a pill for, like, anesthesia or something? Yeah, or something or like whatever. that, right. Uh, um, I, I, we had a Dr. Nick, uh, you know, the Elvis famously had this uh, Dr. Nick who gave him whatever he asked for, and uh, I worked in radio at that time, and my boss uh, had a Dr. Nick, and he gave me that pill, and he told me that it would do that. So we actually went out and had some green beer, and then the next day... He had this reaction, so he thought it had somehow right. revolved around. But the green reaction band. lasted That's, like yeah. the reaction <laughs> lasted to like Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have one question: What is the plural for Guinness? Guinness. Is it Guinness? It's Guinness. Yeah. All right. So I if I go so. to a bar and for our listeners, to Guinness, please. To Guinness. Okay. To Guinness. All right. We've Guinness learned something is, yeah. there. Could be Guinness. So if people want to buy your music, Tim, where where can they go? Yeah, we have it on the iTunes store and. Uh, uh, off the website, you can get it there too. And, and the website is Tim O'Shea and Friends. Two A's there. Tim I T I M O S H E A A N D F R I E N D S dot com. All right, and thank you very much for helping us with our St. Patrick's Day celebration. It's really been an honor to have you on the show. And well, thanks very much for giving me the opportunity. Great job. You didn't even make me that sad. A little sad, but little not, that, that, that last one was pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was sad. That was sad. That was sad. Yeah. The, yeah. They shot the farmers. Shot right? the farmers. Not cool. Yeah. <laughs> not cool. Uh, but thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having us and uh, the thanks, opportunity. Man. All right. Thanks, buddy. So uh, that was <laughs> very... Uh, there is just something about, right there's just something about that music that just makes me ball like a little bit and i'm a fair old guy and that's after uh several gin yes uh, you know what I, I i 
I'm not convinced Ginai is the appropriate. You're not gonna plural. All right. No, I, I think he's correct. I'm not gonna question the Irishman from well, Killarney. Guinness is. I mean, I know that, but I think it may just be Guinness. I don't think so. It's Ginai. We just heard it right from his. All right, so we have people to thank because uh, we are here at the Museum of Broadcasting, and we'd like to uh, thank the uh, producing engineer today, Samuel Greenberg. Samuel, hello. Thank you very much for your help. Executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. You know what opi is? That's hippo backwards. It is O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with the Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Man. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's part one of our list of cars that were discontinued in the last decade, plus the story of India retiring its famous taxis. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, we talk about how the coronavirus is actually affecting European football. When Italy's locked down, and then maybe when other teams are playing behind closed doors, that's a big problem. No France, no Spain. You know the coronavirus is a problem. Uh, you find out more about that and all the other football news happening uh, in Europe on Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Yeah.